Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On The Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On The Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show, On The Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Across from me is Joe McGranahan, mayor of Shemokin Dam. He endured withering opposition in his latest election <laughs> right. and got 31% of the vote compared to his closest opponents. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, did you have opposition in the last one? No. Okay. Uh, have you ever had anyone oppose you? Ever? Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. Moving on. All right. But we are talking about the Pennsylvania Spring Primary election, which was yesterday. So uh, we're so glad to say that we've asked for and received an opportunity to talk to Dr. G. Terry Madonna, a senior fellow in residence at Millersville University, former professor of public affairs and director of the Center for Politics and Public Affairs at Franklin and Marshall College, director of the Franklin and Marshall College poll. Uh, and he has been a nationwide figure with political analysis and forward-thinking remarks and empirical data to back up his uh, information and suppositions. And uh, so we appreciate him. Wow, that's quite an introduction. Well, I'll say. I'd say you, I, I, I almost know that person. <laughs> I'd say you deserve it, Terry. It does a super, Thank you. super what job. A night last night, and it's still not over. <laughs> well, that's just it. Uh, yeah, well, let's start out with that. Uh, just give us a description of what you saw yesterday when it comes to Doug Mastriano and President Trump and, yeah. and Oz and McCormick and them. Well, the... Uh, Republican gubernatorial primary was certainly decided with Doug Mastriano with a 24 percentage point victory. That is larger than the real clear politics average of the polls uh, by about uh, 10 points, 10 percentage points. Uh, Mastriano uh, literally uh, drew his support from a wide array of voters around the state. Uh, let me just say this. Uh, quickly we're getting different numbers out of different websites you know media websites i use the department of state website you know you can use different ones that's fine but it depends when you know they finished adding the numbers to the website i'm talking about the media uh, outlets uh, and so we still have to be a little little careful about the numbers they could change someone Somewhat, but Mastriano really, really blew out uh, the opponents. And we all know the story. I'm sure your listeners know the story about how the establishment Republicans went out of their way in the last week to try to derail Mastriano's candidacy, you know, by trying to urge people to get. There were nine individuals in the race to urge uh, them the opponents of Mastriano to get out of the race and endorse Lou Barletta, a former congressman uh, from up in the Northeast, former mayor of Hazleton. And he won, he won not, not just by 10, 12, 15, 16 points, but by 24 points. That was an amazing victory in terms of the size of that victory. 
Well, the last time I saw something like that was when the Republicans tried to get Nelson Rockefeller over the top against <laughs> Barry Goldwater. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that didn't go so well. No, either. it didn't. This didn't either. Do you think that pre- I've heard uh, people saying, "Well, President Trump threw Lou Barletta under the bus," and Barletta was one of his big supporters. How, how do you how do oh, you yeah, do that? Yeah. Do you think he, he did? Oh no, no. I mean, yeah, you're right. It's not that. The, the fact is that if you take a look at the on the Republican side, whether you're talking about the gubernatorial race or the Senate race, I mean, it's not as though these candidates were not Trump supporters. And uh, now we can argue to the degree of their Trump support, but even Bill McSwain, a Trump-appointed U.S. attorney in Philadelphia, who Trump dissed on the last ten days of the election when he said don't vote for McSwain because he would not support he would not support my idea that the election in Pennsylvania was stolen you know election fraud but what was fascinating is even after that McSwain kept repeating over and over again oh I was the Trump appointed US attorney from <laughs> Philadelphia so it's, it, it's not as though they ran away the Republican establishment was nervous that if Mastriano, who won the nomination, that he could not defeat the Democratic nominee, Josh Shapiro, in the fall. I think that was the major concern, that he would lose to Shapiro, because they argued he was on this far-right agenda that had literally come and gone. What does that mean? Well, re- let's... Uh, Election fraud is the reason Trump lost Pennsylvania in 2020. That's number one. Number two, there should have been a uh, reevaluation of the entire presidential election in our state, which he, uh, ma- uh, you know, which uh, Mastriano tried to do as a state senator uh, back in 2000. And 20. Well, there's no doubt Mastriano, uh, they're, they're in love with him in the uh, Trump wing of the Republican Party. But how's that going to play out in the fall? I mean, let's yeah. face it, he's not exactly a mainstream candidate, so is he? so extreme, yep. No, no. no that, yeah, the problem is, in, you know, to win a Pennsylvania election, as you folks know from covering elections, you just can't win your own party's voters. You have to, well, it's going to... Turnout is by party is obviously important, and we can talk about what that looks like, and that's important coming up. But we have you want to win moderate voters, you want to win independent voters. There's about 1.3 million of them registered independent. You want to win voters who don't pay a lot of attention to elections, but might still vote, particularly may not vote in primary elections, but will vote in general elections. Voters who are subject to change. So there's a whole classification of voters, if you will, that we can throw into the, quote, undecided category until the election begins. And that's what the establishment, Republican establishment, is concerned about, that uh, Mastriano won't be able to expand his base. Yeah, to include uh, Democrats. Uh, yeah, you, you can introduce and, and me. some Democrats, that's exactly right. You can't introduce me to any Democrats who are supporting Mastriano. There's, there's no cross in the aisle there. Uh, does this show how little impact Pennsylvania's GOP leadership has when it comes to endorsements? All of our local Republicans and a lot of statewide ones supported Lou Barletta, but of course to no avail. 
Yeah, well, they couldn't get the... And there's been some criticism of the Republican statewide leadership for not settling on a candidate and then trying to get an endorsement of that candidate. I think it takes two-thirds vote at that meeting of Republican leaders to do the endorsement. But it was too little too late, and that's been the criticism. And now, in retrospect, they're saying, well, why didn't we settle on on a uh, Lou Barletta, for example, who's ultimately who the establishment Republican said, let's vote for this guy. And by the way, the, you other Dem- Republicans trying to win the gubernatorial nomination drop out, drop out. Two did, but uh, obviously uh, they had combined about 5% of the vote. <laughs> well, did President Trump endorse Mastriano because he was going to win so big? I mean, he waited until last Friday. Oh, yes, he did, yeah. That, i tell you what, I was surprised that he waited so long. Uh, he endorsed Oz, what, about two weeks before the election. Mm-hmm. Then he was out in Greensburg for a rally and out in the southwestern part of our state uh, for Oz, and most of us, our analysts, that, oh, he's going to, you know, put the pitch in for Dr. Oz, but he's also going to endorse, endorse Mastriano, and he didn't do it. That came as a surprise. And of all nine Republican candidates, none of them were more supportive of Donald J. Trump than Doug Mastriano. And so he did it very belatedly, as you accurately point out. Mastriano was going to win this with or without the endorsement, I think the endorsement added some percentage points to Mastriano's ultimate victory, but Mastriano was, had a double-digit lead before Donald J. Trump endorsed him. Dr. Madonna, let's switch to the Senate race now. It, sure. it's, uh, it's unresolved on the Republican side, although uh, Kathy Barnett has said that she would not support whoever eventually won, which right. I think is somewhat of a surprise. And you have the lieutenant governor, who is pretty much, I would say, the uh, liberal uh, Mastriano for the Democrats. I mean, he's not exactly Austin a mainstream Davis. candidate. Austin Davis, yeah. So yeah. What, what, how do you see this race? What do you think? How do you think Oz and, uh, is going to fare yeah. here? Well, here's the this. this you know, we, we still have uh, 22,000 ballots in my county, Lancaster County, to be counted. Mail-ins, they had a, a code problem and couldn't, and couldn't uh, count the votes. And there may be a few here and there in which they have some problem with and couldn't count yesterday. Uh, so we're going to have to wait and find out. But here's, here's where it, it's likely to go. In Pennsylvania, uh, our law says that if that if the victor if if the win, the winner is under 0.5% there's an automatic recount 0.5% which is where it is right now and that recount is must be scheduled by the third wednesday following the election in our state that would be june 1 june 1 and the recount must be finished by june 7 so if indeed when it's all finally settled, and I've been using the Department of State website to get my results, if it's, when it's all settled, if indeed uh, none of the candidates, and right now Dr. Oz has a narrow lead, he trailed most of the evening, as I'm sure your listeners know, 
if the victory is under 0.5%, then we're going to this automatic recount. Now, the losing candidate can uh, refuse the recount, but trust me, uh, which, who's ever behind uh, either McCormick or Oz, and again, Oz has this narrow lead, they're going to say, let's do the recount. They didn't go to where they are now not to have a recount in an election that close. So we could have to wait until June 7th. I'm not saying we will. I'm just saying we, we could have to wait until June 7th to get the final results. $35 million is the amount of money McCormick supposedly spent on negative ads. Impactful? Oh, there's no doubt about it. I mean, the one if you take the money that the two candidates personally put in, Oz and McCormick, and then you add the money that came in from outside of the state, I read a figure, I read several figures, over 50 million bucks were spent in advertisements, radio and television, and that would be a record for a Pennsylvania primary, and each side beat the other up unmercifully. I think you would agree unmercifully and i think that played uh you know that that certainly uh a play, played a role in all of this i don't i don't think you can you 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 can discount that uh and here's what was also surprising in the polls that were done barnett was nip and tuck with oz and mccormick and some of them was in the margin of error she she ends up with uh about 25% of the vote in a situation in which McCormick and Oz were slightly over 31%. So you can see uh, her vote didn't ultimately come through. I don't know if her statement that she wouldn't support the uh, winner of the primary in the general election made a difference or not. We don't quite know. But I think most of us were a little surprised that it wasn't, that she wasn't more into the election, although she did get uh, her her life and her career were rigorously examined by the media. <laughs> yeah, in a big uh, hurry. Following her, you know, yeah, yeah after she became, uh, you know, um, uh, into the into the into the uh, race. Right. She launched the new science called Twitter mining to find out what everything she's ever <laughs> yes, said. So, well, thank you so much for your time. We appreciate the analysis. Visit us sometime when you're back in this region. We'd love to chit-chat with you again. And thank you always for your check-ins. Yeah, Dr. Dr. Madonna, thank you. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Take care. Dr. G. Terry Madonna, senior fellow in residence at Millersville University, former professor of public affairs and the starter of that famous poll that continues at Franklin and Marshall. Still much talked about. Actually, he started it at Millersville when he right. was there. Yeah, good point. Excellent. And uh, talking about the Pennsylvania spring primary election. Well, we would love your an, uh, analysis or observation or your opinion. We had a lot of folks saying, well, I wanted to vote for Oz, but I switched to Barnett or stayed with Barnett. But we're thinking about Oz or McCormick in that Senate race. What's your view on that? Why'd you vote for who you did? And what's EB got to say here? Is this election or no? This is from uh, Sunday. This is not a new email. Oh, it's not new. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I see they're in alphabetical order. I pushed the wrong button there. Right. Sorry. All right. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. We would love to hear from you. Our show sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, sunburymotors.com. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. 
You could shop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. <laughs> well, McCormick, or, I'm sorry, Dr. Oz can can sing that this morning. He's up by almost 1,500 votes. Well, he was up over a little over 2,000. So uh, oh, that's gosh. kind of being uh, eroded at the moment with these write-in ballots. How many mail-in ballots? I hear different numbers, like 80,000, something like that. Or it was a fairly large number. Not counted yet. So, for example, would your vote have been counted yet? Oh, yeah, definitely. I got a little confirmation. They send you a note. They send you a note that it was counted? I mean, it had to be counted yesterday. Oh, no, that they got it. I know they got it. Oh, yeah, Northumberland County's done. They only had uh, a couple thousand mail-in votes. That's all. Not not hard for them to count the way they got it down. Well, I I look at this race, and I'm I'm really surprised uh, that... um, Mastriano did as well as he did. I mean, I thought Lou Barletta had, since he ran for Senate, he had some name recognition around the state. But apparently the number of Republicans who believe the Pennsylvania election was stolen and believe all these QAnon theories that that Mastriano has, if not endorsed, at least uh, acquiesced to. Don't forget the U.S. Supreme Court. You know, Mastriano is abortion, ban from the time of conception, no exceptions at all Isn't whatsoever. Is on that same bandwagon? Uh, don't know, actually. I, it's I, funny, I, I don't, I don't either. Speculate. I was really asking you because I'm not sure Yeah, I don't want to speculate. But, uh, um, you know, maybe that was a factor in helping him stay in the lead to really maintain that lead he had. But, yeah, he says no exceptions, no time limits, no nothing. Uh, that, uh, you know, if you get pregnant, you have to have the Okay, child. so he's not going to pick up any one single vote from the other side of that issue. Right, and Josh Shapiro's, you know, pro-choice with the... And, you know the normal setting. I don't know if he what his suggested uh, you know curbs are on it, if any. But of course, you know he satisfactorily works under Pennsylvania's law now, which is twenty four weeks. Well, you know the only problem I see with with Shapiro is that he supported every single uh, initiative by the quote Democratic attorneys general around the state around the nation when it came to suing the Trump administration. So I mean, while I personally think the guy's Just middle of the road, animal. well, I, I think uh, I've met Attorney General Shapiro a couple of times. He seems like an awfully nice guy. Seems like his head is screwed on straight. He supports law enforcement. You certainly can't tar him with being uh, you know one of those defund the police Democrats. He isn't. But folks who follow him say he's worse than Wolf and he's ultra-liberal. I don't personally see it. We did ask our good guest the other day that said that, and he didn't have the information handy, but he will the next time he calls, so... We'll see. Well, we will. All right. Speedy dialers at this point. Seven minutes left this hour, but we'll take your viewpoint on these important topics. Mike from Bloom. Go right ahead. You're on the mark. Hey, uh, yesterday I was in the car for about three minutes, and I was listening to the president. You know, normally I don't pay much attention to what he has to say, but I decided to listen to him since he was talking about the uh, tragedy in Buffalo. And basically what I heard was 
blah, 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 white nationalist, blah, 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 white nationalist, <laughs> blah, 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 white nationalist, extremist, blah, 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 Christian nationalist. And I'm oh, thinking to myself, does that sound like the great uniter that he promised to be? No, he relinquished that. He'd done with that. They, that, that didn't work yeah. out. It's, it's but that it, it, it really, I, I don't want to use the word, say, disgusted, but it saddened me that he took that opportunity to be so political and and it just it's a calculated risk and then you know I, I wondered I before that I was talking to I was having coffee with a guy I used to work with and that's why I wasn't listening and I got in the car but before that this fellow was telling me that uh, this business of uh, saying was it ultra MAGA MAGA whatever he Ult- says ultra MAGA he, yeah ultra MAGA ultra MAGA yeah they said that they paid the political consultants for like six months to just come up with the right phrase, and that's what they came up with. So, well, according to before Jen Psaki was done, she said that they have used consultants to tailor their message as they try to dig out from this pit, and that was one of the <laughs> outcomes was to come up with them to to turn the MAGA phrase. But she said President Tr- Biden added the ultra to it that that was his own doing. That they have paid consultants, the Democratic Party paid for them, not the White House, to you know to try to tailor their message so they can try to get some inroads this fall. But you know, even though they're <laughs> they're trying to dig out of the you know the grave here uh, and MAGA was part of it to emphasize that MAGA can be taken as a negative term but President Biden added the ultra free of charge oh. <laughs> free of charge but that's her viewpoint too so take that with a grain of salt well, what I was wondering is I would like to be in the room with the speechwriters for that speech yesterday and, and how they came up you know because I don't think too much happens by accident you know how many how they decide how many times they wanted to say white nationalists, and who decided to throw Christian extremists in there, you know, you know, on top of that, you know, I just, what the heck, I, I, basically, I don't want to say it was like a funeral or anything, but it was, it was, a, it was supposed to be a solemn situation, and he goes and basically talks like a jerk. Oh, up in, oh, I see. That's the setting was Buffalo. Yeah, that's important yeah. context. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah very, very important. I mean, I was just shocked. I mean, just absolutely it was beyond disgust, you know. And again, you know, I, I don't know. I just, I, I feel that, uh, oh, and last time I said, I turned on MSNBC this morning because I wanted to see. Well, we got like another caller, Steve so real Cor- quick. We got another okay, caller, but real quick. I like quick. that Steve Kornacki. And by gosh, even him, it was every other word, white, you know, white okay. nationalist, extremist, Trump, Trump, Trump. Replacement. And, <laughs> yeah. So, good right. Lord. Yeah, thank okay, you, Mike. Hey, you guys take it easy. Yeah, yeah. call back if you need more time. Yeah, take thanks care. you. Dennis, uh, go right ahead. You're on the mark. Yes, good morning. I was listening to um, Professor Madonna's, uh, you know, take on everything. And, and the only thing I sort of disagree with, I, I agree Mastriano probably won't pull any Democrat votes. But you got to remember, many of us are independent out there that couldn't vote in this. I have a lot of relatives and friends across the state, and everybody's, like, super happy and supercharged that mastery. I don't got the nod, you know? So, of course, that won't probably make up everything, but, and I can't speak for every, you know, partisan or non, you know, independent out there, but I think, you know, they might be surprised at how many people support Mastriano. So, 
Yeah, I'm surprised, particularly since voters were informed if they were paying if they paid attention to politics at all, which I don't think you know probably a third of the state does not pay attention to any politics at all. We're told that in many many opinions are that he's not electable because he's so extreme, you know, particularly yeah. against Josh Shapiro, who is viewed as you know kind of a middle of the road Democrat. That's how I view him. I understand lots of folks say you know he's ultra liberal. I just don't see it. I, I get that, but. Um, I think it is feasible to portray Shapiro as middle of the road. You cannot portray Mastriano as middle of the road, and <laughs> that's, where the, no. that's where the rest of the voters are. No, and, it, and I think a lot of it's going to be likability and electability because Shapiro's well-known, and he really is a nice enough guy. You know what I mean? I don't agree with his politics, but he really has face and name recognition. But as I said, you got to keep in mind those independents now. I don't know how many there are in the state, but everyone I've talked to, friends and emailing, they're like, everyone's supercharged that Mastriano took it. So that's my two cents here. Well, everybody <laughs> except Thank the you. Republican establishment. I don't think they're overly yeah. thrilled. <laughs> well, no, no. And, and then again, you got to look at what that's... Yeah, I still think it's the, the Trump effect could be positive or negative. You know, the rhinos didn't like Trump, so those who lean towards... You know, right, but, 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 him. but let's be let's be fair, Dennis. I think the majority of Republicans at this point are, at least I am, put out with President Trump because he's singing the same old song. The election was stolen. It was a it was a dirty conspiracy. Right. You know, at some point you do the gracious thing. You say, okay, I, I disagree with the outcome of the election. I have questions about how well it was run, but I'm accepting it and I'm moving on. But Trump isn't doing that. It's it's like the airing of the grievances on Seinfeld's uh, Festivus yeah. holiday. Well, and, and if I got another 30 seconds here, you know what? The 20 election reminds me of, I think it was a Three Stooges skit where they went to the racetrack and put all their money on Seabiscuit to win. And Seabiscuit was ahead in the first lap. In the second turn, Seabiscuit was ahead by six lengths. And in the last lap, Seabiscuit was ahead by ten lengths. And the winner is Horse Feathers. And it's like, <laughs> and they stood there. And, and that's how I think of the 2020. How could this guy be leading and then all of a sudden, Biden's the winner. And I'm like, what? But also... <laughs> I got sort of my analogy of it, but anyway, thanks. All right, thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for calling in. Yeah, right. Horse feathers. We have not heard from Seabiscuit and horse feathers in a long not time. Not a long so. time, nope. All right, well, maybe we'll get some Three Stooges bumper music coming up here. Yep, yep, yep. There you go. All right, you are listening Let to me stick news. my fingers in your eyes. We're doing to Pennsylvania. Well, that's good, because I have a mallet out in the truck. I'm going to whack you on the forehead. This is WKOK Sandberg. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome back. WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show On the Mark. We're doing a postmortem on the Pennsylvania spring primary election, but it is open phones if you'd like to talk about something else. We had Dr. G. Terry Madonna on board talking about this tremendous win by Doug Mastriano in the Republican nomination for Pennsylvania governor. Oh boy, just turned everybody else into an also-ran. And then just the opposite in the state Senate, or check the U.S. Senate race, where Mehmet Oz and David McCormick, after 
after an overnight of counting are still neck and neck, only well less than 2,000 votes apart, and uh, they are um, going to have to wait till more mail-in ballots and some other ballots that come in. Military ballots have until the end of the week to come in, so it could be a while until we know uh, the result. The, uh, the good sign is, though, is that after... Uh, X number of the ballots are open, the race can be declared by the state with a projected winner uh, because they know how many mail-in ballots they sent out for people to fill in. So it's not like there's just this unending stream coming in. Uh, They know they have uh, probably about 90% of the ballots that they sent out in hand, but tens of thousands, I believe the estimate was 80,000 or so, as yet uncounted. So that has to happen. Many of those in Philadelphia, which makes people nervous right there. Yes, it does. All right. What's your view on all this, folks? Give us a buzz. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. You can email us at onthemarket.wkok.com. You can text us at 70236, and you can, uh, well, I guess that's it. Those are the ways to contact. Or you can come up here in person, <laughs> I guess. Once in a while, everybody, somebody does that. On the Market is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. I'll have lots more to say about them very shortly. Now on to the gubernatorial race. A very easy win yesterday for State Senator Doug Mastriano winning the Republican nomination for governor. Not only did he enjoy President Donald Trump's endorsement at the last minute, but he set aside significant, or or he had almost no impact from significant endorsements of Lou Barletta, who was also in that race and was endorsed by the state's leadership of Republicans and many other Republicans rank and file. Senator Gordon, Linda Schlegel-Calver, many people endorsed Barletta at the last moment to try to uh, mitigate some of the impacts of Mastriano's lead, but uh, maybe the president was uh, too tough to overcome in that particular case, and the former president's endorsement of Mastriano, he ended up with about 44% of the vote. He'll face Democrat Josh Shapiro, who was unopposed in that. We are going to have a new state house member from the 107th district. Well, I guess no matter what, uh, we were going to do that because Kurt Mosser is not running this year, but in the 107th district, a woman who you met on the radio last Friday. Joanne Stair won. She's from Higgins Township. She got 5,025 votes. Ron Tanney got uh, 4,374 votes. He's from Mount Carmel. Tanney was endorsed by Northumberland County Republicans, but uh, Stair was endorsed by uh, the Schuylkill County Republicans, and she won that particular race. So congratulations to her. If you want to know what she stands for, go back to last Friday's On the Mark. If you want to know what Ron Tanney stands for, you can go to On the Mark from three weeks ago when he was on the Northumberland County endorsed Republican candidate uh, train that uh, pulled into the station here, and uh, lots of folks had an opportunity to talk to us that day. U.S. Senate race, of course, John Fetterman, uh, easily nominated there, still recovering with a pacemaker, and says he'll be back in... And a defibrillator. Right, right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. Joe's, Joe's into cardiac issues. Did you find yet if he's taking his medicine? No, I didn't. Come on now. <laughs> Joe will even vote for John Fetterman if he takes his medicines. <laughs> oh, so. No, I won't. Oh, okay. I don't wish him ill, but I won't vote for him. John Fetterman says he'll be back in his cart heart in gym shorts shortly and back on the campaign trail. There you go. In his denim. He wears those... Uh, uh, not uh, painter's pants. What are the ones? The carpenter no, pants? No, carpenter. carpenter pants. They have pockets all the way around and in the front, too. And they're denim. They look like uh, Chinese work pants. <laughs> Chinese work pants? Well, yeah, the ones that you see from, you know, old Communist Party uh, garb. <laughs> you watch a lot of old Communist Party movies, do you? <laughs> 
No, this is real life. Okay. All right. Anyway, Governor Josh Shapiro versus Doug Mastriano, as we mentioned, Lieutenant Governor Carrie Del Rosso, the winner on the Republican side, Austin Davis on the Democratic side. Del Rosso was not the endorsed or the chosen candidate by uh, Doug Mastriano. Austin Davis was uh, the chosen uh, running mate of the. Uh, Shapiro, do you know something that you were going to tell us? Nope, you don't know yet. Okay, no, no. Are we you? were just discussing during the during the news whether after the primary, if the lieutenant governor and governors then run together the way they do in the presidential election, and it appears that is the case for the general or for the uh, November election. That's what oh, I they told pop you. up together. Yes. that's what I told you. So Joe's right. As much as I hated to say that and admit that because I know it's going to punish me later, yes. All right. Thank you and good night, everybody. We had a good show today. Gail was right, as usual. We're going to go to the Dan Patrick show early. No, just kidding. All right. Call us now, 1-800-795-9565. Oh, did I mention that there was a U.S. Senate race yesterday? No, you didn't. We are making a ferocious charge. But what is this close? What else would you expect? Everything about this campaign has been tight. Unfortunately, we're not going to have resolution tonight, but we can see the path ahead. We can see victory ahead, and it's all because of you. So thank you, Pennsylvania. And I have a feeling Dave McCormick will win this just by about 25 votes or so. And I am latching on to not a theory, but an idea voiced by Kevin that mail-in votes typically have have predominantly gone gone for David McCormick, not Dr. Oz. So uh, we'll see when the uh, mail-in votes that were counted, David McCormick had 38,000, Oz had 27,000, and military's mixed in, so uh, maybe that's going to help McCormick pull it out in the end. If he gets, you know, just uh, what about 4% of that, he could uh, end up in the lead there. So that's with mail-in votes as yet to be counted. As we uh, talk a little bit about here before the uh, this particular segment of the show began. GOP Senate candidate Kathy Barnett said in an interview with Breitbart that she will not support the Republican nominee for Senate if she did not win. Now, she should be proud. She got 24% of the vote, but, of course, as we were talking about, uh, Dr. Oz and David McCormick got uh, 31% each, almost exactly the same. And in a metaphor-filled statement to Breitbart, she says, I believe believe we have ran out of room on this runway for this spaceship. I believe we have very little rope left. We have to roll the dice and see so how it works out. Those are certainly out. mixed metaphors. No, hold on. No, she's not done. <laughs> Pennsylvanians do not have to hold their nose, and we are going to choose the lesser of two evils at this time. So <laughs> I, I did send her a note saying congratulations on putting the most metaphors in one sentence, but uh, she hasn't replied yet. But anyway, so she won't vote for whomever she says, uh, this fall. Attorney General Josh Shapiro doing okay. He's recovering from COVID-19. Shapiro announced Monday night on Twitter that he has mild symptoms and tested positive, and he's okay. A Milton student brought a gun to the school district recently. According to police and school officials, not too many details out there on a Glock brought to school by 
by a uh, student. And finally, Coldplay. Joe doesn't know who that is, but it's a rock and roll a band. rock and roll band. I know who From it is. around the world. Okay. Well, they're from the U.S. Uh, their Music of the Spheres tour is beginning, and they are pledging to be sustainable and low carbon. And what happens is when you go to the show, you help power the show by dancing on kinetic dance floors that generate electricity when you move on them, or some individuals at the concert will be riding stationary bikes. They'll help generate and store the electricity. The pyrotechnics are even made of new formulas to eliminate harmful chemicals and a carbon footprint. And while you may want to take that home, that LED wristband they're going to give you, it is not a keepsake. You have to turn it in. That's what helps illuminate the house while you're present at the <laughs> cold play. Joe, will you... So, so does that discount your tickets because you're providing the power? The, the power. That's right. You ought to get in for free if you have to generate the electricity they're using to run the show. Have you seen concert tickets lately? Uh, yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yes. There's no there's You're no talking discounting. to somebody who saw Elton John recently. Uh, Trust me. Right. It, it was my vacation. My lovely bride <laughs> uh, is a big fan of Ramstein from overseas, looked up their Philadelphia show and looked at me and said... We're not going. <laughs> Let's just say that I sat rather high in the uh, okay. in the giant Nose center to section. see that. Yeah. All right, let's go to the phones. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Or Dan is on the line. Thank you, sir. Thanks for calling in. Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Well, I the two candidates I picked for governor and senator both lost, but I can handle Marciana. He, I don't. I don't. Marciano was a fighter, a boxer. You're you're thinking of Mastriano. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's what everybody calls okay. him. You're in good company, Dan. That's what everybody else hey, calls I him. I can't say them Pennsylvania Dutch names very good. Sorry, <laughs> but I'm good on Italian names. Hey, he, I can go with him. I wanted Lou Barletta because I know he could win the state. And yeah, that's a big factor. It's not that I disagree with, uh, make sure I say it right, Marciano, right? No, Marsic. <laughs> now you got me doing it. I'm not yeah, saying well, Mastri- anyway, Mastriano. Uh, <laughs> Mast- Mast- Mastriano. Uh, anyway, I should <laughs> yeah, know how to say his name. He has enough signs up all over the area. It goes you say sometimes um, political signs don't mean anything, but his signs are all over the place. Uh, you go anywhere, Snyder Union, Juniata County, he has more signs up than anybody. But my big disappointments on the Senate side, we really, we really blew it there. We're going to get a globalist, and I'm pretty sure that Oz is going to get it the least favorite of all of them, but he's going to have to prove himself to me. How's he going to do that if he doesn't get elected? Well, he's not going to well, need to if he doesn't no, get elected. No, I'm just curious. He said Dan says I have to prove himself to him. How would he go about doing that? He's going to have to be a true... True Trump patriot. Well, Trump's he's already said he. Dan, be, Trump's already said he is, and you don't believe him. Well, he's, I I don't. But if well, he then he can't prove himself. himself <laughs> let he let can't Dan do it. speak. Will you please? <laughs> Go ahead, Dan. Now, if he proves himself, I'll recant. I will recant what I'm saying. But to me, 
He's just a political hack wanting to win the election so far. I could be wrong. I've been, I picked the two candidates that didn't win. I could be wrong. Well, Dan, stop and think about it for a minute. I don't mean to interrupt you, but what you're saying doesn't make a lot of sense to me, and I'd like it explained. You're saying that that he would, Dr. Oz would have to prove himself to you, that prove that he was a real Trump conservative. Well, Trump yep. himself it says he is a real Trump conservative. If you don't believe Trump saying that, that that he's a Trump conservative, how will he ever prove himself to you? Well, by what he does when he's in office. All right, but he has to get elected first. You're saying you won't even well. vote for him unless... No, he's not well, going to vote for I, Fetterman. Right now, it looks like he's going to get it. Yeah, it's not going to vote for ahead. Fetterman. He's, <laughs> it looks like even with the recount, he, he probably will get it, the way it looks to me. But McCormick, I don't know. I know uh, he. I don't know enough about him to say he's a he'd be a globalist or not. But uh, we know Oz. Uh, all up to now he was, but like he could be changed. You know, even Trump was fairly liberal in his younger days, and he changed to the good. So what I'm hoping is that Oz is a changed man. That's what I'm hoping. All right, we got you. All right, we... uh, we we blew it with Kathy Barnett. We really picked her, and all them negative ads they put out against her were all false. But it goes to show you the people with the big pocketbook that can afford the TV ads and the radio ads they they really influence elections, which is really a shame, but. That's what we are living with in this day and age. Well, Dan, you do realize she said she will not support the eventual Republican nominee. You do realize that. Exactly. And you that's going to be Oz. Well, we don't need her. It's, it's immaterial at this point. She's just a voter now. So, in other yeah, words, you... it don't matter. You don't, have to, you don't have to do that if you don't feel they're worthy. Mm-hmm. I don't right. feel... I wouldn't support Oz. I don't know about McCormick. I don't. He might not be a globalist, but you're taking a shot in the dark with Oz. He could. He may just be saying all the conservative, using all the conservative rhetoric to win the election. So you think he pulled the wool over Donald Trump's eyes? Then. Well, I don't. You can't always Trump. <laughs> I wish he wouldn't have endorsed these candidates in Pennsylvania when he don't live here. We live here. We know more about him than he does. I wish he would have kept out of it, really, myself, and then waited to the main election, then would have campaigned for the winner. All right, we got a caller waiting. we got a skadoodle. Thank you so much, Dan. Thanks, Dan. He put her down to Trump. Yeah. All right. Thank you, sir. Shame. Yep. You guys have a great one. Hey, you, you too, too buddy. Take Thank care, you so man. much. All right. We got a caller waiting. I got to hit the break. I'll be right back. Stand by, Chris.
There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing and can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. All you can race the riding on the wall. Although this one is just too close to come in the world that that one come from? Waylon Jennings. Uh, well, of course. We're Speaking of country music, did you hear the funny story on the on Gordon Deal's program this morning? Um, Johnny Cash's hometown has a big water tower, and it has, a, I guess, a full-length picture of uh, Johnny Cash on it. And someone shot a hole in the crotch, and now it is streaming water, streaming out of that, and it makes it look like Johnny Cash is urinating on the town. Oh, that's wrong. <laughs> well, that could be a big, a lot of water could come out in a hurry. One of the local news media media called it a cash flow problem. Oh, <laughs> brother. Chris, you're on the mark. Thank you for your patience. Yeah, well, we'll see whether either those candidates are uh, true Trumpers when one says we should stop voting, counting the vote now because it's passed uh, overnight, and the other one is calling up the people in charge of counting to say, find me 1,200 more votes. I just need 1,200 more votes. Well, you know you're Trumpian. Uh, what Mastriano says he wants to unregister everyone in Pennsylvania and make everybody re-register. <laughs> so that way, that if anybody's you know voting for a dead person, they the, the dead person would have to re-register also. Well, I uh, I don't know whether that's legal or not, but I can. I governors have a lot of power, but to purge everybody simultaneously in Pennsylvania, that 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 seems like a big one. Purge the voters. That's the way to win. (laughs) (laughs) That's a true Trumpian, there. I guess. Yeah, that would mobilize Democrats. (laughs) And and boy, if we can't unite, and if we have to be united, we if we can't criticize. people who try to start race wars and are white supremacists, then I guess we're not going to be reunited. <laughs> Usually you don't hear uniters name-calling, though, but I understand what you're they, saying. Uh, in this case, it's white supremacists, violent white supremacists. No, all, oh, I was... I you thought, can't unite against them? I thought you were talking about ultra-maga. Uh, yeah, I guess uh, you're not going to unite that. I thought you were talking about Biden's well, no, ultra-maga. I would say, yeah, I was talking on... about your earlier caller who was upset that, uh, oh. that Biden talked about negatively of white supremacists and therefore uh, wasn't trying to unite us. 
No, he was calling people white supremacists. Maybe there's not enough evidence to prove that point. I think that was our caller's position. Well, the on, on the guy who killed people and wrote a 180-page manifesto about it. No, he was a white. He was a white. He was talking about. Uh, no, he was a white supremacist. Just no doubt about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not arguing the point that he was, but that not everybody who disagrees with your left position is a is a racist or a white supremacist. Oh, of course not. I mean, that's not what Biden said either. Well, what did he, what do you think he said? <laughs> I didn't hear the whole speech. I heard a few lines, but uh, he was obviously talking about the guy who uh, did the killings. Yeah, I didn't hear a single word from the speech at all. Probably the most uncovered speech in history. But he was upset that he talked about white supremacists and negatively. And that, therefore, we can't be united. Well, we'll have to hear the speech. Let's hear the speech, and then we'll decide. (laughs) But that was the guy's point of called in, though, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. That's the only thing he said. He was upset. I know, and he said Christian extremists once, which I didn't hear that in any of the clips I saw. But he might have slipped that in, too. But and w- and would that be right? Those people, what are you, what are you going to do? Would that be right, Chris? Christian extremists or ra- rec- uh, all, all I didn't white hear what, what he said or in what context, and uh, I only have the guy's word from it. But yeah, if you're if you're going to be extreme enough and you're a Christian, use to start killing people. Yeah, I think we can unite against be united against him. But apparently, your caller did not. Well, I'm not aware of any Christian and, uh, church uh, calling nice for death. It's nice to know, though, that the Republicans at least have some lower limits. The cocaine party uh, wheelchair guy lost. Are you talking about... from North Carolina or Georgia or something? You're talking about Co- Congressman Cawthorn? Yeah, that's the one. Okay. He lost. So they, it's nice to know the Republicans have some lower limit. <laughs> yeah, we haven't found we haven't found the Democrats' lower limit yet. They keep managing to sink lower and lower, and there doesn't seem to be a bottom. Uh, well, uh, you really believe that, Joe? Sure. No, he doesn't. Tom, come on, evidence? stop it. Behave What's yourself, yours? Joe. I just, I just, uh, <laughs> what? A lot of, I don't know what what. What Democratic candidate won that's so uh, so terrible? Well, the candidate for Senate, for example. Betterman? Yeah. If you're if you're Is a conservative, that- you could consider him terrible. He flew a flag uh, the, in violation of the law. He flew a flag out of his office window in Harrisburg when he knew the state capitol had a policy and a law against doing so. I don't know that story at all. Oh, yeah, it was did widely that. publicized. Right, and what then they kept trying uh, a marijuana leaf. Oh no, it was no, the it rainbow was a, flag. It was a rainbow gay yeah, pride flag. Yeah, the marijuana flag was there for a long time, and then finally put out a uh, marijuana leaf, and they decided that was too far. And as soon as they would take it out of his window when he wasn't there, when he'd come back in, he'd put in another one. <laughs> A freedom of speech for uh, lieutenant governors, I guess. Right. Uh, but, you know, that's... Freedom g- of speech for lieutenant governors. But, you know, that kind of goes with his... Putting about a flag of speech. His shtick, you know, that he's... That's about that. That he's uh, 100%, <laughs> um, you know, for the common man. And 
you know. Well, what's what's the penalty for that? Well, I don't know. He didn't he didn't pay it. I can tell you that. <laughs> they actually, I think a Republican took his flag down. Oh, <laughs> uh, they're against free speech now. Oh yeah, they are actually. You can't say race and you can't say but it's gay. A, uh, but it's a law. <laughs> it's a it's gay. a state law, Chris. A state law. All right, Chris. Anything else to add? Yeah, I I, I don't know why uh, why mail in ballots are uh, are reliable and uh, now now that two Republicans are fighting over them. Okay, they should just stop counting, don't you think? Yep. Yep. Yep, that's the way to go. All right, thank you so much, Chris. Because democracy, we really like democracy. Thanks for calling <laughs> in, sir. Have a good one. Appreciate it. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. We got open phones. I got to do the, uh, well, quite frankly, in radio speak, I got to do the car ad. All right, so I'm going to talk to you about the Sunbury Motor Company. We got an email from Doug. We're going to read that on the radio. No texts yet, but give us a buzz. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Who do you think will win in the fall? Why do you think uh, they won in the spring? And who do you think is going to pull out the victory in the uh, David McCormick Doctor Oz matchup? That's still undecided. 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarkatwkok.com and text us at 70236. I want to tell Joe all about the, the Ford Maverick. It's a brand-new pickup truck. It is a small truck. If you ever saw sort of, let's see, the 1988 Ford Rangers, back when they were a very small pickup truck, uh, some had a 6-foot bed, but some had a 5-foot. This one has a 4-and-a-half-foot bed, so it is a small truck. It is basically built on the Ford Focus platform only with a pickup truck. Ultra great ride. Doesn't take a great deal of difficulty to load things into the bed. It's not super high. Doesn't take a super high step to get into the cab. It's a sort of a pedestrian, a small truck, but it'd be perfect for you, Joe, and it's got all the Ford technology in it. Of course, you know, automatic braking in case of pedestrian. They have a better word for it. And lane holding, so you can set that cruise, and so you can uh, text while you're driving, and uh, far exceed the posted legal speed limit in a safer fashion. So it is an opportunity for you to make tracks while you're doing some hauling, maybe move some firewood around or do whatever it takes, buy some plants for your wonderful garden or buy another huge American flag for out front. Whatever you need to do, you can do it in the Ford Maverick pickup truck, super affordable, less than $40,000 on the price. They are sold out for this year. So the model year, which, as you know, starts in July, would be the time that you could place an order. You can join the list of folks down at the Sunbury Motor Company. They're going to take advantage of their allocations and get a Ford Maverick. There's a list to folks there that are waiting for a couple of vehicles that are, are going to come available later on. The Ford Lightning, Expedition, Explorer, Escort, you name it. There's got quite a few uh, folks waiting there. That's the chip shortage is still having an impact. But they do have some vehicles. There's a nice, uh, looks like a dark gray, one of those grayish hues, uh, double cab Ford pickup truck with a five-foot bed on the parking lot now. They would just love to talk to you about that at the Sunbury Motor Company. Go see Alphonse Jason Chris, Ernie, Austin, or Jeff, and they will hook you up. It's gonna be a hmm. Oh, yeah, you should let this one play. This is good music here. It's 
it's interesting that the uh, Washington uh, Post did not put anything about the president's remark about Christians in uh, their story. In but their they, story. He, they did put in that Biden suggested that America needs to admit the depth of its racial problems. She said part of what the country has to do is look in the mirror and face the reality. We have a problem with domestic terror. It's real, Biden said. And look, there's a lot of people like this murderer who committed this act who are just deranged, who are susceptible, who are just lost and don't know what to do. And they're easily taken. They're easily sucked in. He added, we have to admit it. I don't know why we don't admit what the hell is going on. Meanwhile, and this is the Washington Post again, meanwhile, details about the suspect's history continue to emerge, suggesting that while there were previous indications he might commit a violent act, those signals were vague and indefinite. All right. 1-800-795-9565. Join our conversation. I am Mark Lawrence. Joe McGranahan is here. We're doing a post-mortem on the election and uh, kind of uh, talking about some of President Biden's remarks in Buffalo yesterday. One of our good listeners, when he heard the same comments, he heard the, heard, heard the word white supremacist or what is it, white nationalist? He was talking Christian about that. Yes, he said we can't let evil win. All right. So, uh, But he heard that so much to the point of irritation. So uh, what's your view on this topic? How much is too much or what's appropriate, if any. Uh, it sounds like the President Biden's remarks were spot on to me. But, you know, again, our bias doesn't just affect what we say or do. It affects how we hear. So we don't hear things the same way. But he reiterated his call for Congress to enact gun control measures, including an assault weapons ban. Biden said, look, I'm not naive. Brother. I know the tragedy will come again. It cannot <laughs> wait, wait, be wait. forever overcome. I'm not naive. I promote a gu- a s- assault weapons ban. Well, that's a naive <laughs> statement. We'll Well, never do it. He said, but there are certain things we can do. The president also made an impassioned plea for Americans to reject racism and embrace the country's diversity. Now, there I agree with him. Well, that's ridiculous. (laughs) This isn't the time or the place to embrace diversity in this country. Well, yeah, but the diversity includes conservatives, and that's my problem with the left. Often when they talk about diversity, oh, we love opinions. We love liberal opinions. We don't love conservative opinions. We don't like conservatives because they say something we don't want to hear. Once again, it's a human condition. You may hear it as though conservatives are the victim. Uh, I may hear it as though liberals are the victim. But it's it's people being divisive and extreme and hateful right. of the other side. It isn't just Republicans. So, well, all right, could you be a white supremacist without wanting to harm anybody? Oh, my gosh. Is that possible? Yeah, I think probably, you know, X percentage of the whole nation is that way. Okay, so could you be a black supremacist and not harm anybody? Sure. Okay, but then when you when a president indicts the entire group when the when he doesn't make it specific to the people who commit such violent acts, I think he did single them out. Say that people that are willing to act and feel so extremely and isolated and, and want to act. That's well, what he's he, talking he, about. He labeled the whole group as easily sucked in people who can be misled Which or carried group? away. White supremacists in general, right. or there's white or, nationalists or Christian nationalists. I, I don't know what what is a white. What's the difference between a white supremacist and a white nationalist? I'm not certain. And understand that is that a distinction without a difference? I wouldn't be able to put white nationalists on a definition. I, I can. Can't. I'm not certain what that. Or means. I'm sorry, white Christian or Christian nationalists. Probably the same thing, but you know, probably one and the same. Uh, let's do these emails. You got right. so many good ones. Just hit delete and you go to the next. One of our writers says Christian extremism is okay, but Islamic extremism is a no-no. All right, directed at Chris. Thank you. 
Okay, and you want me to hit the delete? Yeah. All right. That's what uh, I meant Doug when says, I said you hit okay, delete. <laughs> thank you very much. I had a little trouble understanding that. I'll interpret that. that. Uh, could you give it to me in English this time? Yeah. Uh, Doug says, Mastriano does not believe in the QAnon theories, as you stated. Are you saying that because he believes the election may have been stolen? I believe that as well, along with millions of other Americans. Does that mean we are all QAnon? All along, you guys have said there is no evidence of voter fraud, although there has been some. But now the doctor documentary 2000 mules is absolute proof that there is fraud but apparently you guys along with the media don't want to believe it or talk about it now here is pennsylvania once again waiting for results after an election because of mail-in voting which welcomes most of the fraud that happens all right if, if this 2000 well, we mules who is said so, that uh, mastriano is part of qanon um, I, he embraced some QAnon theories, yes. That's, um, that was in the media. Oh, yeah, that might be in the media. It was covered by the media. I don't think he's talked about that publicly. I know he went to that big QAnon festival down in Harrisburg Right, area. and then he, when, when they asked him questions about it, he got up and walked out. So we don't right, know but what that's, that doesn't mean you support it. If you ask me 95 questions someplace about abortion, I'm not going to just sit there and take it. Do you believe aliens are taking over the world? No, who does? QAnon. No, they do not. No, they think Democrats are this uh, cabal of child molesters. And right, in that pizza place in Washington where well, Hillary I think, Clinton is I think they abandoned that over one. child molestation. I think the place doesn't have a basement, so they had to abandon that. <laughs> well, yeah, that was kind of a little off the wall there, right? So, all right. So, yeah, whoever said that Mastriano is part of QAnon uh, misspoke. I, I, I don't see that evidence. I know he certainly talks about it. He doesn't want to talk about it. Maybe it's out there and I just haven't caught it. Uh, and 2,000 mules is not absolute proof. Sorry. It's funny that you would say that. It's interesting because it's been, there's a vibrant discussion about its credibility right now. And its uh, AP version has the best. You know, they go through it and they list the parts that are true and accurate and the parts that are untrue and, you know, big assumptions that are that are false and or, or just plain false. And... Uh, We'll have to watch it, Joe. You and I are going to have to watch that. You watch the first hour. I'll watch the second hour. So <laughs> neither of us have to be tortured the whole time. Well, I mean, how how are we prepared to um, assume that, that what they say is proof is proof? Uh, it's just it, it's not proof. It's evidence. But, it, you know, from what I've seen from 2000 Mules, there's certainly some questionable activities that are taking place. That's what AP says. And they agree with that. And, uh, what, and a lot of it centers around drop boxes, which, you know, if... If you suddenly decide that, you know, you, you have this... Oh, <laughs> Joe doesn't know how to mute his phone. Hello? <laughs> Hi, you're on the mark. What's your name? Oh, I'm sorry. No, that wasn't you. <laughs> My mistake. It it's, a, it's a political ad. <laughs> All right. So, anyway. Um, now I lost my point. Oh, uh, it, it, there's just no, you know, drop boxes are, as as I think uh, Doug falsely states, that mail-in voting is fraudulent. I don't think that's true, or that's not where most of the fraud happens. But if drop boxes are where most of the fraud happens, then get rid of them or regulate them or do something else. You know, it's so simple. Okay. And we still don't have any regulation on drop boxes. This is from the Philadelphia Inquirer, and it talks about Doug Mastriano at a conference, a far-right co- conference in Gettysburg, called Patriots Arise for God country. All right. Now, before you start, you are looking for the potential that he is part I'm of about QAnon. Not just a supporter, about not just a promoter, minutes into, well, but that he is 
part. Go if ahead. I if I were in a place that where this was talked about, I might get up and leave if I disagreed with it. But about 25 minutes into the two-day conference, organizers played a video claiming the world is experiencing a great awakening that will expose ritual child sacrifice and global satanic blood cults. Right, that's QAnon. Right, but and Doug that, Mastriano was there. Okay, well, that's fine. He was at January 6th, too, but he wasn't in the Capitol. I was at uh, a mishap at uh, 4th and uh But he was Prince in the Street room yesterday. where this was being discussed, and he didn't leave, or he didn't come out and say, well, I so, disagree with this. Okay, you're making inferences that are not actually there. Well, I'm surprised that I'm taking the left position, and you're taking the right well, position. Well, I'm, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just interested in truth. You know, Mastriano was a lot of things. He wants to re-register people. Well, this is Philadelphia people. Inquirer's inference, not mine. Right, and they're saying it was present, but that doesn't mean you support it. All right, a man who goes... So to, if you went to if you went to a okay. Ku Klux Klan rally, we could assume that you're just there as an observer. You don't support their goals or aims. Why would you even go there if you weren't interested in what they were preaching? Okay, but you're, as you often say to me, you're making assumptions of things not in evidence, although you're more artful about it. Uh, just because you go to something doesn't mean you're a member of it. Just because you may promote it or be interested in it or hear it out or attend it doesn't mean you're a member or actually believe it. And that's the argument I made all along. And now you're making it for me. All right. Moving on. That's why the president's smearing everybody with a right-wing, white nationalist, white whatever. <laughs> all right. Uh, next up, a man who goes down in history as a person with heroic interests in democracy and our republic. And, and I hope Joanne has bought you a cup of coffee today because you helped put her over the top. Jim from Ashland. Good morning. I I can't say thank you enough to the people of Northumberland County who looked at this race and, and made a, a good decision. Joanna will represent the entire district, not just part of it. And I, I was going to mention a couple of things that we did that carried us over the top, but uh, I don't want to give ammunition to somebody else. So well, I, I, but, I, uh, I know what one was, of them was. Well, I know what one of the things... Well, that calling put a, you. Right, exactly. Well, you know, I mean, little things add up. Um, I, well, I, uh, I will, okay, I'll say one, another one. That gun owner survey, that was big out in farm country. We went out to Hickory Corners, we had a meet and greet, and well, this is another thing I shouldn't say, but I will. Uh, I was out in the parking lot. I got there early, and everybody came. I gave them a palm card, told them about that survey and how she was endorsed by the gun owners, and Tanny didn't even fill it out. So, you know, had he done that, it might have been a little different, but that that whole area went for her. And, and so uh, it shows that people are... You know, gun gun owners, and they value having a gun as a tool in their shed, not as as a, a white supremacist thing or anything, but just as a, as a, having the ability to protect themselves. So, those kind of things really resonated with people, and it wasn't it didn't take money. It just took me. I went out there. I talked to people. Uh, you know, and um, that made a huge difference. It seems like. 
Well, and I think enough to carry across. Right, and and I think plus in in some of her campaign material and certainly verbally, she talked a a little bit about the fact that uh, the uh, Ron Tanney was handpicked, and that that he was supposedly going to be this equal to Kurt Moss, or that once we send him to Harrisburg, we're going to have somebody that's as good as him. But then when Ron campaigned or spoke or talked or sent out mailers or participated or, or even when he was on the mark, people said, well, he may be a super wonderful human being and the greatest guy in history, but he's no Kurt Mosser. And they may have said, well, Joanne is, you know, feels strongly about this and was excluded from the selection process, at least in Northumberland County and, and maybe in, in, you know, Kurt Mosser's um, office as well. And I don't think that sits well with people, this idea of picking somebody else and excluding others. Right, and that, and it's supposed to be, and and we, I will be right on or about transparency. I mean, about being tra- open and transparent, and um, we don't want to have any little, you know, fiefdoms or anything. Uh, we were talking last night, uh, <clears throat> and of course, she wants to have an, an office in Northumberland, Northumberland County and represent the people, and and that's what it's about, and. So I'm thrilled that they gave. Uh, hopefully, uh, there's you know we beat the write-in candidate in the fall, and that she represents you for two years. And if you don't like her, vote her out. But I where, think she's going to do a good job. Where does she stand on radar for municipal police? <laughs> you might as well get that out of the way. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. We never talked about <laughs> she's that. She's uh, I guarantee it. I, I th- oh, I think we did uh, bring this up last week. Did you? I don't yes. know. I don't know. Hey. Uh, um, you know that's. It's not about safety. It's about revenue enhancement. No, it's not. I'll it's about it. no. It's not. It's about safety. There are all sorts of provisions built into oh, the bill to go. keep municipalities from making a lot of money on this. Jim, 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 you're going to have okay. to stop where you are. I have to educate myself. Turn around. Okay. Head the other way. <laughs> Jim, we got to right. take the thank next call. Nice yeah, thank you so day. much. You yeah, too, and congrats, congrats, congrats for back on the right horse. All right, we will be right back. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake. A service technician who really knows what he's doing, they can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could shop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. That's the post-election music. We've got one call coming in and another one ready to go. Go ahead, Cindy. Thanks for waiting. You're on the mark. Good morning, gentlemen. And I just want to say Kevin is like the supreme authority on music clips to tuck into the show. Isn't he amazing? <laughs> he is amazing bumper music. Don't, what, it'll yeah, go to his head, and then we'll have to live with him, Cindy, so take that back. <laughs> no, I will not, Joe. I think he does a supreme job. I always laugh. He pulls out just the right spots. It's remarkable how 
fast. He, I think he's kind of a savant of music. I, anyway, I would love to take I, What I called for, Joe, I wanted to know, do you know what the voter turnout in Shemokin Dam was? Uh, I voted around 10 o'clock yesterday morning, and I was told I was 51, and that there were approximately 60 write-in or mail-in ballots in Shemokin Dam. So uh, at the time, uh, the fellow I talked to, the judge of election, said it wasn't as, as heavy as he thought it would, was going hmm. to be. I see. I tried to look up what the across the uh, Commonwealth, and this information's kind of sketchy at this point. I suspect in part because they haven't settled some races. And well, North County, Union County was uh, Cindy. Union County was thirty-three percent turnout. Northumberland County thirty-one. Columbia County thirty-eight. And we don't have Snyder in that mix, so I don't know. Well, I thought it was interesting because 141,000 more Republicans came out to vote than Democrats did in this election. That surprised me. You know, the Democrats outnumber the Republicans in the state, registered, I mean. There are about 4 million registered Democrats and 3.5 million registered Republicans. And, of course, they were the only people who could vote yesterday because we have a closed primary. But um, in the Republicans, nearly half of them came out to vote yesterday versus the Democrats. Uh, And I'm taking this off the New York Times website. Only 1.1 million of them came out to vote. And that surprises me. I would have thought that they would have been more enthusiastic because no matter what your voter registration is, if you don't show up to vote or mail in that ballot, it doesn't matter. Well, I think it's there were what committee people available for Republicans to vote on yesterday. I don't remember. There and, were Republican committee people okay. on the ballot. I assume there were Democratic committee people too. They, I do. I don't remember them. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Maybe they weren't. <laughs> Maybe there were. I don't know. You turn your ballot over. I always turn my ballot over oh. now because there was that nothing. One nothing on the back. I looked on no, the back. No, there wasn't. No. I'm not trying to cause trouble, Joe. I'm just saying. Okay. Always, always turn your ballot over. But I just want to say this. You know, we have some callers who have a lot to say, but also reflect that they never participate in the election. And for a while, that frustrated me. I went to great pains to try to encourage voter registration. I went around to all the Snyder County post offices and put mail-in registration forms in the post offices to try to help people to register to vote. And then a very wise man on this show said, hey, if you don't vote, great, because you're just deferring to my wisdom. That would be Kevin again. (laughs) Yes, it was. He said that, I don't know, five years ago. And ever since then, I thought, Kevin, you're right. So yesterday I was thinking to myself, well, thank you to all those callers who always, you know, declare how they never go in to vote because you've deferred to my greater wisdom. <laughs> yes, I, I would like to thank the two-thirds of people in Pennsylvania that did not vote because yes. they made my vote more powerful. Thank you. Yes. And thank yes. you for your kind words. I appreciate it, but Google helps out me helps me out a lot. Kevin, nobody could Google that fast. And then find the piece of music. Seriously, I think you're in the And then cue it up to the right spot. Yeah, well. Anyway. Now we got to live with Now, now we got to live with him. I'm sorry, what? So now we have to live with him, Cindy. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's a good man to be living with, so I think we're... Yeah, I'll admit he is. <laughs> okay. we have, My we wife have might say week. otherwise. We <laughs> like Kevin here. <laughs> yeah, we're accustomed to him. Yeah. 
Thank you so much, Cindy. Thanks for calling in. Take care, Cindy. Thank you for emailers. We got more emails than we could get to, so we'll try to read some tomorrow. What are there, 10 emails now? So We're backed up. Right. Uh, some go all the way back to Sunday, but they're all good, so we'll get to as many ASAP. We have 100% open phones for 90 minutes tomorrow, so let's enjoy on Thursday. This is WKOK Sunbury.